try it. Just try it and work it out. Either it can work or it cannot. You will never know unless you actually go out and try it. And a lot of times it can turn out, you know, much better than you even initially thought. You're listening to Business Edge, the podcast for professionals looking to excel in the workforce. You'll hear from new guests each week as they dive into their personal and professional experiences to give you an edge in the marketplace. This podcast is recorded by Desiree White and Chrissy Vasquez at the Alpha Kappa Psi Professional Business Fraternity Office in Indiana. Welcome back to the Business Edge podcast. Today, Chrissy and I get to dive into something we haven't really touched on yet, and that's the blog industry. Joining us today are Niltonia and Jordan Prince, who both work for the city of Raleigh in North Carolina, as well as operate a food blog on Instagram called Food Fit for the Princes. So welcome to the show, guys. Thank Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we're excited to talk to you today. So why don't you give us a little bit of background about yourselves and how the two of you met? Okay. Um... I'm Neltonia Prince, and I actually pledged AKSI in fall of 08 at Omicron ECU. Um, Jordan and I actually both work for the city of Raleigh, and that's actually how we met back in 07. Mm. We met, we worked in the revenue department, and that's how we met um, initially. So currently, I am in the Raleigh Water Department, and he is in development services, planning and development. Okay, awesome. And what really inspired you guys to go after those roles? Um, well, I started mine um, when I was in high school, actually. There was a summer youth employment program mm-hmm. um, that the city of Raleigh had, and that's how I started. And ever since then, I've just been continuing in different roles throughout my tenure there so far. And I just kind of, you know, um, kind of gradually moved around the city and local government and kind of migrated over to the uh, permitting and the, and the planning side of things, and I've enjoyed it since then. Awesome. Well, we actually talked to another um, couple today that works together as well. So for you guys, you not only work together, but then you also run the blog as a hobby together. So how is it to work together so closely and so often? Right. Um, It's good. I feel like with our jobs, we are in different departments so that we don't see each other daily. So, but with our blog, it's really fun. Mm -hmm. You know, roles that we do, you know, I do a lot of most, all of the writing and you know, keeping up with our Instagram page and Jordan does like all the photography and the editing and all those things. So we have our own strengths. So we kind of, those kind of play hand in hand when it comes to our blog. So where did this idea come from? Well, I, it came from my love of cooking. Yes. Um, so that's I'm... how it originated. <laughs> Cause I love to cook. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hmm, maybe I want to showcase, you know, our, the meals I make and just the dishes that we have, we like to cook and create new recipes or find recipes and things like that. So that's how it started. And then it kind of blossomed into this showing, you know, what we eat. We go out and it kind of just took off. From there. <laughs> what would you say is your favorite thing to cook? Oh, man. Um, I really like to get really creative. Um, so pasta dishes, um, salmon. Salmon is my favorite. So any type of deal that is salmon based. I really like um, cooking those type of meals and um, just really a variety. I really like trying new things as well. So kind of experimenting with different kind of recipes that I find on usually Pinterest. So tell us a little bit more about the blog. How did it blossom? I mean, you guys are going into your fourth year now. You have over 500 posts and more than 10,000 followers. So tell us how you how you were able to build that. 
So we started off, like I said, with the home cooked meals and then that kind of expanded to us also including the meals we go out to eat um, and just kind of just taking pictures. And from there, we just kind of continue to do that. And we just garnered a following from that and just people that are also food bloggers as well. And so as we continue to do that, you know, that kind of blossomed to us getting into different groups here locally. So we were able to meet with, you know, different food bloggers locally in person. Um, and then just be part of different organizations, with, which then turned into, you know, businesses, because social media marketing is now kind of a really big thing. It's very blossomed. A lot of businesses now have social media marketing positions. So with that being the case, businesses, you know, like to reach out to people who, you know, have the following have the quality, not just the photos, but also the descriptions, you know, kind of describing the food so people can kind of see, you know, the ambiance of the restaurant, things of that nature. So that kind of reached that aspect as far as businesses. So businesses then began to reach out to us and inviting, you know, us to come out to their restaurants, you know, to photograph. And send us, send products to us. To yeah. Sign, and sign. we also get businesses who send us products to test and um, promote and, things like that. So that's how it kind of blossomed. We would never have thought we'd been doing what we are now with it when we first started. Yeah, that's amazing. I would love that job to yeah. just try different foods and things. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool because stuff you find, discovered restaurants and products that you never knew, you know, were out there. So it's kind of cool on that front as well. And it allows us to be creative in how we market and how we promote these different businesses and products as well. Do you guys get products that you can do um, giveaways with with your followers or is it mainly just for you guys to test out and then post about? We also do. Yeah, we do giveaways as well. Mm -hmm. So they give us like sometimes they give us we had a Dunkin Donuts. They had bite us out and they also gave us, you know, swag to give away and gift cards as well. Okay. Um, product gift giveaways. And um, yeah, we have you know, a 10K giveaway. Yeah, I was going to say, I know that your your blog name came from your last name, but who came up with that name? How did you guys come up with it? Did it just kind of flow out one day? Did you guys really have a brainstorming session on what you should call this? How did that come about? It kind of just came one day, like when we were discussing the blog. <laughs> um, it just, yeah, it just came out of nowhere, really. <laughs> we were trying to figure out. I just, you know, said food fit for the princess and we went with it from there. And you mentioned that you do a lot of the writing and then Jordan does the photography and editing. Is that something that you guys were involved in before you started the blog? Or are you kind of learning as you go? Um, tell us about that. Um, well, Jordan, he yeah, liked photography before. Photography, yeah. When I was younger, I would, you know, dabble in photography um, and videography, editing. I was always been good with, with the, you know, different software. Um, and so I just kind of picked up you know, started really honing in on my skills with food photography because it was different. You know, you had to learn different shots and different, you know, different angles and you didn't want to over edit things. So it kind of took a while for me to really get, a, get you know, where I wanted to be with it. Um, and now I've try, been trying out different software, trying to find, you know, the perfect software for our blog. So it's kind of just blossomed from something I've been doing for a while. And then for the writing aspect, I just, I really enjoy writing. I've always been like really good at writing and all throughout school and all of that. So that's just where kind of where that comes from. What, um, where do you guys host your blog? What kind of, you know, 
Do you use Blogspot? Like, who do you use to host your blog? Um, it's mainly on Instagram, and we kind of have a website. In the it's still in the in the works for our website. Got it. And I probably, I probably dated myself by saying Blogspot. I don't even think that exists anymore. <laughs> yeah, I just followed you guys recently, and I love everything you post the recipes are amazing and I mean honest I just get hungry right away every time thank you so much thank you yeah absolutely um could you kind of share some with us um some of your highs and lows of building your brand and kind of gaining that audience oh yeah for sure so in the beginning it was kind of I guess we're going into it we didn't really know what to expect and how to actually gain followers and so it just came through doing a little research to kind of see how people build their following and just interacting with, you know, different people. So we kind of got into different groups um, on Instagram. So we were in groups with people from all across the United States, you know, California, New York, New Jersey, Atlanta, a lot of different cities and states and just kind of getting that relationship virtually, if that makes sense, and kind of just sharing with that shared interest you kind of garner that relationship with different people and uh, we've had you know giveaways and collaborations with people we've met you know just through blogging on instagram so we've had giveaways combined giveaways and um different collaborations and it's just figuring out what kind of getting into that niche and also doing your own thing while kind of within that industry so not kind of following the trend that everyone does with kind of setting your own pace and then people are just drawn to that because it's hope a lot of food bloggers out there but everyone's kind of has their own particular thing that they do and I think for us with including home you know cooked meals that kind of gives it a different aspect on it as well and not just all completely you know restaurants and things out take out and all that how do you guys keep up with, my understanding is that Instagram's always changing its rules and algorithms and things like that. How do you keep up with that? Or do you not worry about it and you just do your thing and people will come? It's so, because it's the way that Instagram handles it, it's not really cut and dry. So it's a lot of gray area as far as, are they doing this? Or are they doing that? But um, you do kind of notice throughout different times, you know, we went back through our blog, maybe like 2019, I think it was 2019, 2020. You can tell, you know, the algorithm kind of changed because the way, because I know, I don't know if you guys know when they stopped doing the chronological order of viewing posts and um, just different things that they've done, you can tell just based upon the, I guess, the people that are commenting and liking your posts, but we don't really try to focus too much on that. We just get our content out and the people who see it, see it and, um, because it's so hard to determine what Instagram is doing at any given time. <laughs> yeah, it would be hard. So kind of speaking a little bit, I imagine that it takes a lot of time to not only make these recipes, but then you're posting about them, but then you get all these comments. And so you want to follow up to keep that engagement up and keep people excited. How do you balance this all with a full-time job? And it sounds like you've got a kiddo. So how do you make this all work? What are some time management skills that help you achieve all this that you can share? Um, yeah, so we try to post, um, we usually post once a day on most days, not including, not the weekends. So it's kind of just devoting maybe about a couple hours a day, just making sure that we, you know, the, the previous day we respond to any comments or things that are on the, the 
prior days posts and then post our current days. So with that, I also try to make sure that when we do, because a lot of times we have multiple pictures and con a lot of content at one time. So we kind of try to make sure we get everything edited, everything written up. So when it's time to post, we are not writing the day of and editing pictures the day of. We have you know, things already ready so we can just take that post and post and post and just spend that additional time just responding to people and just going through and just keeping our engagement up as well. Yeah, so you kind of have a backlog of posts ready just in case things get a little bit crazy or you're just a bit behind, um, which is really nice. And I'm sure your followers really appreciate your engagement and responding back to them because that's something that is really hard to do. I mean, to follow up on every single comment. So that's great that you guys are able to do that. Definitely, definitely. So tell us how COVID affected you guys, you know, because you mentioned that you go out a lot and you're able to post those photos. So once restaurants shut down, um, how how did you guys handle that? Yeah, so it's very different. It's kind of like two different fronts. So you have the front where, you know, restaurants are no longer doing take takeout. I'm sorry, no longer doing dine-ins, but are switching to takeout. And also they also want to be sure that people are aware that they are still offering takeout. Um, so it's, you know, kind of marketing such that you're still showing that they have the options, but it's just now takeout. So it was very different, um, because you have to go from being able to photograph and things like that in the restaurant itself to having to go from, you know, the food being packed, which varies as far as how, you know, the restaurants pack their food and having to actually take it, you know, bring it home. Mm -hmm. You know, just determining how bringing it home and setting up like that way instead of just taking it, you know, freshly as they bring it to the table. And also, you know, a lot of restaurants were reaching out because they're, you know, of course, the business kind of slowed down because they weren't offering dine-in, but a lot of restaurants did switch to takeout. So they wanted, you know, us to still promote them and say, hey, you know, we're this restaurant is still open. We're doing takeout, you know, to kind of still get customers coming in because of that shutdown of not having the dining option that they're normally used to having. Can you tell us a little bit about how your AKXI experience has helped you in this venture? Oh uh, yeah, AKXI was really um, beneficial in a lot of aspects of my life. And I guess with this one, it's just to learn to just take something and go with it. Um, anything <laughs> you, any type of opportunity it's good to just take any idea you have is just try it. Just try it and work it out. Either it can work or it cannot. You will never know unless you actually go out and try it. And a lot of times it can turn out, you know, much better than you even initially thought. So um, that's definitely a thing. Just going out and putting yourself out there and marketing yourself and just seeing how things go, you know, from there. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people um, often want to start a blog, but they aren't really sure where to begin. So would you have any advice for them, especially if they are kind of a one person team, right? So they don't have someone helping them with the photography and editing. Um, where would you advise them to start? Um, it's pretty much just whatever you're interested in. That's what makes that's what makes it fun, because I love food. We love to eat and just an interest that we have <laughs> and that, you know, it's just Take whatever you're interested in. And Instagram is a great place to start um, just because you can get different ideas. You can reach a large audience and it doesn't really take much to do so. Um, 
So just take your interest and kind of, you can kind of take your ideas. You can kind of get some ideas from other people because usually you'll find who are in the same type, um, the same blog area that you're wanting to go into and that you may get some ideas from 10 different people and put them together for your own blog. So really the thing is just to take your interest and just start. Um, Instagram was a great place to start and just go from there. Do you guys, I mean, I can't imagine people have negative things to say about food because who doesn't love to eat, but do you ever get any negative comments on your feed and how do you handle those? No, we haven't had any, any negative comments on our feed. So, um, no, we haven't. That's good. I mean, like I said, you can't argue with food. I was, I was just looking at your bolognese and I'm like, I am hungry. (laughs) (laughs) That looks really good. Where, where do you guys get your ideas for the next thing? Like if you're, you know, cooking something at home, where do those ideas come from? Where do those recipes come from? Um, either things that I make up or, um, Pinterest is good as well. And I, sometimes I may combine like two or three different recipes (laughs) into one recipe. Um, (laughs) like, I don't like this piece. I don't like this piece, but, um, I like kind of the shorter recipes that are kind of quick and to the point, but <laughs> not like the 50 <laughs> recipes, more like 10 to 15. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I just think either that or Pinterest or just making stuff up of my own usually, those two main two areas. I'm sure your listeners or your followers appreciate that to only have a yeah. few steps rather than <laughs> two pages. <laughs> right. It's like, how many ingredients do I have to get? No. <laughs> What are some staple ingredients you always have on hand? Um, olive oil, your base seasoning, salt, pepper, garlic powder, onion powder. Um, and I really like Mrs. Phil- Mrs. Dash's brands, McCormick, mm-hmm. and the Badia brands of seasoning. So those are the main staples. Do you have, kind of going off of that, do you have any... Um, like product in your kitchen that you just couldn't live without? That's a good question. Probably I have like specific pans I like to use. Um, so I say those pans and I have, I like to use the spatula spoons. That is correct. Spatula spoons are my favorite mm. to cook. Yeah. There's like the, with the wooden handle and the rubber at the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, those are my favorite. Those are my favorite to cook with. And, this might be a bad question, but are you one of those people that believes in semi-homemade is a good thing? Like if you have a recipe, will you ever use instant mashed potatoes or is it always fresh? What's your thoughts on that? Uh, it depends. I'm not mashed potatoes, so definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would do a semi-homemade. I haven't. Yeah, it's nothing wrong with semi-homemade. No. Especially on a night where a quick dinner is needed. It may not make the blog, but. (laughs) (laughs) It could be the outro or what do they call those? Bloopers. The the bloopers. Makes for a good picture and I'll use it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny because growing up, we were never allowed, like my dad wanted everything made from scratch. And so my mom made mashed potatoes every time. And so when I got to a friend's house in high school, I had instant mashed potatoes. And because I'd never had them before, they were so good. (laughs) And every. Everybody was making fun of me, and I'm like, it's just different from what I have. <laughs> well, we're going to switch gears really quick here, and um, we have a signature question on Business Edge. So can you guys tell us about a time when your personal values were challenged and how you were able to handle it? I can't think of 
particular time, but just the way, you know, you handle things in general, I would handle things in general if they kind of go against the things that I value or the things that I believe in. You kind of have to stick to, you know, your values while also respecting other people and their opinions Um, and not just kind of, you know, giving in because it's what people, I guess, see as a normal but you have to still uphold your own personal values. That's very important to continue to, to be of good character. And I think upholding your own personal values is a great thing to do when that occurs. Yeah, okay. And, then. and for me, um, working from home has been challenging for our office because, you know, we've used to clients coming in person and applying for permit. Um, you know, bring their plans, everything into the office. And so when we had to work from home, you know, things went digital, you know, you know, stamping and reviewing plans. The demand, you know, actually people actually were building, building more and um, builders were building more homes, people were building, you know, decks and things, additions to their homes. Uh, people were getting, you know, having services done to their homes, repairs more so. Now, I think our, our um, number is probably like triple since we've been in, since we've been home. And so me, I'm, I'm more of a calm nature, you know, person trying to give people the benefit of doubt and try to be patient and understanding with, you know, clients and also my coworkers and supervisors in different um, matrix departments within our division. Um, and so the demand was put on us to produce, you know, more, more numbers, you know, don't take too long, you know, with, processing permits don't take too long explaining stuff you know there's a lot of back and forth going on and so that was challenging to me because i'm i'm the type of person where i want to help the person all the way through from a to z you know through their permitting process any kind of question from new homeowners building their first home you know with things that you know plans and and things that require for for the city of raleigh but you know because the numbers were so you know, what we're getting in was so great. Our supervisors and the directors want us to concentrate more on producing, you know, quantity over quality. And to me, that was, you know, opposite of my my belief or my upbringing and how I view things. So that did challenge, you know, those challenge to me to kind of switch gears and say, let me, you know, get as many done I can today rather than trying to take my time or you know, walk through something with a, a client. So it has up and down. It, it brings it brings the city, you know, more money and, and it, you know, brings us job security. But at the same time, you know, I still want to give the best customer service. So I had to kind of find that balance between customer service and also, you know, productivity. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. We haven't had a lot of people talk about COVID and that it increase their workload you know usually it had been the other way so that's a great point you know to realize that it's not all profit it's not productivity but you also want to provide the best service to your client as well yes Mm -hmm. absolutely so as we close up I do have a question is there a food that you don't like for either of you first thing that comes to my mind is okra (laughs) (laughs) I don't like uh, tomatoes from the grocery store. I'm more of a farmer's market. Ah, nice. There you go. So that answers the semi-homemade question. <laughs> <laughs> so kidding. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so kidding. 
Oh, well, thank you so much. It's been fun to talk to you guys. And I'm going to go get dinner now that I've seen your blog. But where can people find you? Thank you so much. This was awesome. It's our first time actually having an interview about our blog. So we enjoyed this. Yeah, great. Yeah, where where can people find you on Instagram and online? Yes, um, we're on Instagram, Food Fit for the Princess. If you don't have Instagram, we're also on Facebook. It's not updated as much as Instagram. So our most recent posts and everything will be on Instagram. And again, that's Food Fit for the Princess. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. We really enjoyed it. And yes, definitely going to get dinner. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much. You guys have a good night and it was really great to chat with you. Thanks for listening to Business Edge. If you have questions, comments, or topic suggestions for us, email businessedge at akzi.org.